Well, welcome everybody to the first episode of La Trio podcast. Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty exciting. That's exciting. (laughs) Yeah, man. Anyways, so for this first episode, we wanted to dedicate it to, um, well, why don't you take it away, Arthur? How we learned English. So let's get right into it. So, like, to start with, I feel like it, it's a good idea to give, like, a quick backstory. Um, so, us three are all siblings. And so, we were born in France, moved to Canada when me and Valentine were seven. Um, and Arthur was... In 2010. Yeah. So, you were, like, about nine, I think. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, how we learned English. So, so, they were, so uh, yeah, we were just thrown. We in. just landed and we automatically... <laughs> spoke english yeah it was just like mm. instant no it very much wasn't <laughs> like that and you'll see why so i guess first off is when we uh when we moved when we found out about i remember our parents sitting us down this like in the summer 2010 saying they had some big news and so we were all excited and then they announced well, co- well we're gonna move to canada um but what did you feel like at first? Were you excited to move to Canada or not? I don't remember them sitting us down. Not gonna lie, the only thing I remember is the plane ride. Yeah, it was like that for me, it was like a holiday. Like mm. it didn't hit me until I was like, "Oh wow, we have a house." <laughs> <laughs> True. No, then, I remember moving. I remember leaving school and like having to say goodbye to my friends. Oh yeah, but like when we arrived in Canada, um, <laughs> well, our parents wanted us to learn English. So we were put in like in a just a regular English speaking public school, like, mm-hmm. and so we were each in our individual classes with like people who didn't know a word of French. So it was yeah. Just- so we had. Uh, I mean, I know. I guess I was. I thought I was excited to move to Canada at first, but I guess turns out subconsciously I wasn't, and so. <laughs> I kind of went on a hunger strike for a little bit, which we can talk in further episodes, <laughs> where I just refused to eat properly. Where, to swallow. Yeah, it would just take me hours to, to eat. But overall, though, it was a good, you know, when school started and, and we finally got into the first day of school, uh, what was that like? Oh, my God. Uh, well, I mean, when you're that young, because we turned seven on the plane. It's not that hard to make friends because you're li- literally just on the playground running after each other and playing like, I don't know. I remember playing lions in the grass. It was really weird. But it's like you don't need to speak English at first, but it was just in class. My teacher would force me to. Well, I mean, she was yeah, she was doing her job. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because so we had very, three very different environments in class. So I think Estelle... You had like a francophone student, yeah, yeah, yeah. which you could rely on, and, uh-huh. and then Valentine, you had My a French teacher. My teacher spoke yeah, a tiny bit of French, yeah. but really not that much. Whereas for me, I had absolutely nothing, <laughs> <Yeah>. no one, <laughs> except for one hour of French class a week in this public school, which was taught by a Quebec teacher, which I got into a few fights with, <laughs> which will we could cover in the in the future, but. If, from my perspective, Estelle, it felt like at you you kind of relied a lot on that student, didn't you? Yeah, so 
Um, I remember when I first came to class, I was like, what the heck am I doing here? Like, everyone's speaking a language that I don't understand. And I was a pretty stubborn kid. Like, I used to run away from home. I was like <laughs> a pretty bad kid. Um, and like, for some reason, I really didn't want to learn English. Um, and so I just really relied on that French friend um, to like translate everything. And I even remember um, having to wait an entire class because I didn't want to tell the teacher that I wanted to go to the bathroom. Like I came up to the teacher. I was like, can I go pss, pss, because I don't know how to say it. I did the same. I mean, how many ways are there to say you have to yeah. go pee? I, I relied a lot on mime language, especially to go to the bathroom at first. I would can just, I go? Yeah, I would, I would go to the teacher and just sort of mime sitting on a toilet and she would be like, yeah, go, go. Until one day she was like, repeat after me. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what happened with me. Like I came up to, to my teacher who really wanted me to learn English, like, obviously, like, a six-year-old, really, like, stubborn French child. <laughs> um, and he was like, no, say it to me in English. I know you can say it in English. And I knew how to say it in English, but I didn't want to say it. And so I just sat there near his desk because he didn't want me to go back to my desk. And he was just like, I'm not going to let you until you say it. <laughs> and I was so stubborn, I didn't say it. And I had to wait an entire hour until the bell rang and I could finally, like, run to the bathroom. That's next level stubbornness. Wow. Oh yeah, I really I don't know not. I don't know why. Like I was the dumbest kid, but I didn't want to learn English. Yeah. What about you, Valentine? Did you have any uh, similar stories with your French teacher? Yeah, no. I mean, she was really cool, but it was the same thing. She wanted me to learn English, so and then we'd had. Uh, I remember we had like reading time during recess or whatever, or like during class, and I would just pretend to pick a book and then like talk my way through and like. I wasn't even speaking English. I was just... You'd invent yeah, your own stories. Exactly. Mm, yeah. And the teacher was like, it's fine. As long as you have an English book. <laughs> In your hands. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember... I think what I remember the most is just how everyone was very, very friendly. Yeah. Like, my... my Even the first weeks, like, I, I spoke no French and no one spoke anything. Like, no one spoke French in class. So. Yeah. But they would still try to make efforts to come towards me and try to get to know me through however we could. So I remember in the library, we'd have like sessions on the computers or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they put up like Google Translate and they'd ask me to come to their laptops or whatever. And, and then we'd have conversations through Google Translate at oh, first. And that's really? how I got to know a lot of oh, my classmates at first. I didn't even know that. That's yeah. so cool. And it, was, and it was quite wholesome. And then during recess, I think the way I made friends was just playing football with them and like soccer oh, uh yeah. and just and just yeah because i mean the words are pretty simple pass is the same thing yeah, in french sure. and english so plus people were interested because it was it was like a small public school and they're like three french kids that show up yeah. one day so yeah everyone was kind of like what that's <laughs> and true I, and i think it's important to point out that we basically like if you think if you look back on it we practically skipped a year of school because we went, we were like three French kids, like fully like French education, then came to Canada, went to like a fully English school. D I didn't, I don't remember learning anything because I was mm. learning English, yeah. right? I mean, exactly. I, the only thing I, I could actually learn from that year was math because that's the only thing that didn't require yeah. knowledge of yeah, English. Yeah, language barrier. So I, I became really good at math because that's the <laughs> only homework I could do. Yeah. <laughs> 
And like, it was still interesting because like the way they did math was very, it was a bit different than how I was taught in France. Uh, like they, you know, I remember the teacher had like a jar of like candy and each week we'd have to sort of guess how many candies oh, there were at first. Nice. And like with the French system, I was used to, you know, there's always like, you have, there's this, there's one answer and that's it. Yeah. And so I was, I was trying to count the candies and she was like, no, you can't count. You just have to guess. And for me, that was something completely new because yeah. I just was like, what is this? <laughs> but yeah, like I, from that year, I think the only thing yeah. I, 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 I learned was math. Like I couldn't really. It was pretty brutal for my parents. Like, just like, you want to learn English? Like, let's throw you in the water and you'll and learn English. I'd say it was like a yeah, great was, idea from yeah. them. Like it was the most effective way to learn. I wouldn't yeah. have had it any other way, really. But mm -hmm. at the end of the year, if you were to look back, like, do you remember how much English you actually learned? Because I don't like I did learn English, but I don't think that's the highest like, that's where I learned all my English. Like, I was probably, like, 50%. And then the next couple of years, that's when I, like, fully developed, I would say. Mm -hmm. When I when people ask me, you know, how long did it take you to learn English? From what I can remember, I think it would... I, I say, like, within four months, I could understand what people yeah. were telling us. And that I can back up with, like, a story, which is... Estelle. <laughs> what? I don't know this story. Who, who led a peanut, oh, <laughs> a right, peanut right. butter oh uh, attack on the school one day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind sharing that story? Okay. Yeah. So um, my mom, like our mom used to buy these like chocolates. And my favorite chocolate was um, this like tiny. It, there was like super small lint, pieces of chocolate. Like chocolates. yeah, lint, Swiss chocolate. Um and my favorite one was the one with <laughs> the peanuts in it. <laughs> and so mom, one day she was like, it's a good idea uh, just to like, for her to have like a really good day. Uh, let's just like put her a little piece of chocolate in her lunchbox. Um, and so I opened it. And of course the girl that was right next to me had like this huge peanut allergy. So she was like, does this have nuts? <laughs> and like, I didn't, I didn't speak English. So at that point I was like, I don't fucking know what you're saying, bitch. Let me just eat my chocolate. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm like, it, I'm like locked in the bathroom. This woman is asking me to wash my hands. The chocolate's been thrown in the bathroom and then you walk in. Well, yeah. Cause so at that time I was in, I remember I was in recess playing with my friends and then I see you're like, you know your main principal teacher yeah who you know waves at me tells me to come and i see estelle by his side so i come and by then our english wasn't very good so i was still real heavily relying on google translate <laughs> when i did homework <laughs> but but i remember him talking to me about whatever his estelle had done which was and i could pick out I some words like peanut chocolate wash and then hands <laughs> for some reason i understood that i also needed to wash my hands i, didn't really <laughs> I remember understand. you washed your hands because I, I yeah i went to he the bathroom asked you. i remember he oh, asked he you yeah i went i went i went to the bathroom with you and we both washed our hands you know <laughs> i never touched any chocolate <laughs> yeah. so that was our first experience with you know the whole that peanut allergy. allergy that was a very new experience because in france there's really no allergies there's or there are, but they're not as, like, visible. Like, you don't have to carry an EpiPen because you're going to die in the next Yeah. Minute. Like, I feel like in, in Canada, or at least in the U.S., in, in North America, like, peanut allergies in schools is, like, like a, the whole, a whole thing. It's you're like, not allowed peanuts yeah, in school like just because there's so many allergies. I know. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a little bit funny, but 
I mean, it was, uh, but that was, I, that was quite soon. That was four months, five yeah. months into like being in Canada. I remember being very scared because I thought mm-hmm. I was in like big, big trouble because I didn't understand how a piece of chocolate could cause this much yeah. trouble. And then I was reassured <laughs> when you came in. I was like, chocolate. oh my God, Arthur, help me. Cause, because he was the big, the big brother. I thought you like knew your shit. You knew English. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I, I refused to learn until I think I started learning like six months in. I refused mm-hmm. to learn for like six months. Yeah. I think my like teacher came and talked to mom because he was like worried that I wasn't learning any English. Yeah, I know you had a big, you just refused But to I learn. know that near the end of our first year, our parents chose to put us in a French speaking school because our French was getting so bad. Yeah, yeah, and that's after when they put us into pr- so private school. So we did learn a lot of English. We did. Like it was for me. It wasn't me- like shakespeare english but like we could work our way around it no i'd say i'd say at the end of that one year i could fully understand what people were telling me and i could reply i don't know how good you know grammar or even my accent was back then probably not that good (laughs) because i still had to take esl and we we all did like we still had to do like Mm -hmm. english as a second language courses afterwards Mm -hmm. yeah but after a year like i i considered myself to be you know, fluent, like somewhat fluent yeah, at least. Yeah. So like after a year in the private school, um, obviously our parents decided to public to put us in like a private French speaking school, but also had like, of course, a bunch of people spoke English there. We had English classes and mm-hmm. that's where I learned the bulk of my English doing ESL. Cause then instead of being like thrown in the water, I think I preferred that because in English as a second language, the teacher would like slowly introduce new terms and like we would work we would work on projects and then I could like easily ask questions in French and she would answer me in English. And I don't know, I think I preferred having like classes where I understood and I could be understood rather than like nobody understands me and I understand no one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we we also had like ESL classes in the first year. I didn't. Yeah, we did. I remember. It was all three of us and then two other students from the oh, Philippines. Yeah, 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 I remember that. But I, yeah, I remember we that. had ESL classes on the side. And I think mm-hmm. like it was like instead of when everyone else was doing probably like history and science, that's when they would take us in and apart. So we would only have like the English class, the math class, and then the rest was all ESL. I don't remember that being super helpful though. I, for me, at least, well, for you, because at that, I think at that time you still refused to learn. <laughs> I, <laughs> I for me, for me, so <laughs> for me, I remember it was quite useful because it was, you know, actually learning some of the grammar and the and the vocab and some of the rules at least for English. Like I remember it was in these classes where I was like, oh, this is when to use a versus an un, you know, afterwards oh, and things like that. Yeah. So it was like helpful, but yeah, it's only after i think it's when we went to that french private school after that it was when we significantly improved our english because we could rely on our french uh to ask questions a lot more because every like all of the students there spoke really good french for you know an ontario school yeah Mm -hmm. so like in terms of making friends um what did you guys like did you guys make any like long-lasting friendships or i mean am i still in contact with some or like from when i was remember? 11 <laughs> i don't know like, i am do you remember making friends because i, I remember mimicking people a lot 
the way I learned English or the way I was in class was just like mimicking everyone. I remember this guy was playing with his pen and he was like twirling it around his finger. And I was like, I need to learn how to do that. <laughs> and then like he would watch me copy him. And I think I annoyed him so much, but I was just like trying to, you know, be like them, I guess. And yeah, that's how I learned my English. But yeah, like I did meet a friend that I'm still in contact with. I'd say, yeah, I, I, also, I also have a few friends from back then. Obviously, it's hard when... It was hard back then, too, because it was still, like, 2011. So, social media and, like, oh, yeah, not everyone. Not I mean, I, I I didn't have a phone. Like I remember when we first got our email address, we were like, oh, my God, I have an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it was hard to keep in contact. Like, yeah. all, most elementary school friends... Like, I didn't keep in contact with anyone from that no but not just like keeping school. in contact i mean like i don't remember having any friends because oh, the first few years i made some friends and then i puked in the <laughs> it's another story but <laughs> people did I, not okay. yeah oh no way <laughs> I, I don't know like we'll explain it in another story about me being like a a really dumb um daredevil kid but um <laughs> Yeah, I I don't remember having many friends because because of that language barrier because I I was very closed off. Would you have liked to learn English in a different manner or through a different way? No, I don't think so. Like it's a brutal way to learn English, but I think if you just want to learn a language, you just got to, you know, yeah. get yourself in a situation where you have no other choice and then you'll have to find a way. Yeah. And then you build your foundations when you're surrounded by people that only speak the language you want to learn and then you can always improve and get better mm -hmm. yeah. yeah well no i i agree i think i wouldn't have it any other way i think if you're trying to learn a language and you want to learn it as fast as possible is just move and go to the yeah. go to that country go wherever they speak that language and just fully immerse yourself in it because mm -hmm, for sure it'll like yes take classes on the side and work a little bit and you know it, it'll be uncomfortable at first and it's not going to be easy but subconsciously you'll learn english at the same time and then one day you kind of just wake up and you're, you speak the language that's you start why thinking yeah that's why we don't really know when we started speaking english because it just sort of happened, happened over time you and there wasn't in english yeah you start was... dreaming you start thinking and so you don't really notice it. But then one day you're like, wait, I understood that entire sentence. Or <laughs> or one day I asked, hey, I went to one of my classmates, like, can I borrow your pencil? And the entire class cheered because <laughs> that was the first time I ever made like a full sentence in oh, English. Really? Yeah. yeah, you can have a pencil. You can have they a were like, pencil. say it again, say it again. And I was like, guys, it's not that big a deal. But it was the first time I actually made a language by myself, like out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, also, Google Translate is an amazing resource. <laughs> yeah. I think the takeaway for me, or like what I'd like to say to my younger self, <laughs> or to anyone who's um, moving to a different country and doesn't necessarily want to, like, like their old life, it's like kind of make, it's very cheesy to say, but make the most of that moment. And like, even if it pisses you off, even if you don't want to learn the language, just... Try, do your best like try to make friends and uh yeah that's what i would try to say to myself yeah i mean we definitely learn through imitation and mimics like i i if you ask me you know the grammar rules in english or you know how to oh, conjugate yeah, no. stuff i have no idea yeah me neither 
I learned through hearing the radio, learning how people talk, and then reading, yeah, watching movies. Yeah, and then just, you know, repeating sentences. And I think that's the best way to learn if you're lazy to go to, if you're lazy to, you know, take classes and, and really put in the effort. Yeah. I think that's the best alternative if you're trying to learn a language. Yeah. And you get to discover a new culture as well, which we'll talk about in future episodes, the difference between Canada and France. Yeah. But it's really exciting. Yeah. And I guess like a final takeaway is if we were very fortunate to be able to move to Canada, but mm-hmm. not everyone has the means to do so. Yeah, so if true. you're trying to learn a new language, uh, my I think my best recommendation is really just to watch a bunch of TV shows. Yeah. Try to like really immerse yourself in that language. And if you can find a friend that speaks that language and you can like try to speak with them, mm-hmm. that's definitely yeah. like the best way for me to do it. Like Duolingo, everyone talks about that, but honestly once if the owl doesn't isn't after you trying to kill you you should be fine but i think the key is really recreating the like this environment where everyone speaks a different language around you so whether it's listening to podcasts in a different language watching tv shows in a different language or even you know doing a few lessons and like estelle said meeting someone who speaks another language and practicing with them i think if you do all these four things yeah, there's no reason why you wouldn't learn the language. But again, put your heart into it and don't refuse to it's, see it. It's not language. easy. Don't it be hard as work. stubborn as a step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With that said, thank you guys so much for listening. Please don't forget to leave a review and follow us on Instagram at latrio underscore podcast to keep up with updates. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and we'll see you next week for another episode.